Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Katrina Pedron. Katrina, you are the founder CEO of North Star HQ, found on the web at northstarhq.com. And Katrina, you're also not the marketing girl. Um, and I say that because your website is not themarketinggirl.com. We'll talk about that. Katrina, thank you for joining us. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, Katrina, tell us about your, your two companies here, what you do. Yeah. So North Star HQ is a full service digital agency. I think most people at this point know what that means, given the marketing landscape. Um, But what a lot of businesses don't know is, hey, you can outsource marketing or you can help your internal team become more successful at marketing. And that's what I do on with Not the Marketing Girls. We train internal marketing teams with our strategies and processes that we've developed over the last 10 years. Yeah. What do you suspect that that you can teach them that they don't know themselves? Yeah. So most companies have very junior level marketing teams. These are very well-intentioned, wonderful people who are trying their best um, and who also know a lot about the platforms, just given the time that they grew up, when they went to college, all of that. They are very technologically savvy, but where they miss it is on the business acumen piece. So the piece that we get through all those years of experience, um, that's the piece where we can fill the gap. So what actually makes a marketing campaign successful Um lies much more on the business acumen side than it does on the side of, hey, do you know how to post onto this platform? It's a, yeah. it's a big difference. So not a lot of people know kind of the tactics, but maybe not the strategy behind that. Is is that another way of saying yeah. that? or Definitely a lot of strategy. And it's all those little things where it's like, hey, how, why do your campaigns perform so well? And it's because a whole bunch of them didn't perform well in the beginning. And we had to live and learn and tweak and make adjustments and figure out how to get these tactics to ladder up to the overarching business goals, which is to grow revenue. Yeah. All right. Well, so that said, um, you know, I on, on your site right now, um, so it's not the marketinggirl.com. So let's talk about um, what is working well in marketing today, um, kind of going going back to tactics, but yeah. with the justification behind it, the strategy behind it. So t- tell me, like, where do you like to focus when it comes to marketing? Or is it just different for everybody? It's different for everybody, but here's the commonality is less is more. So the marketing landscape right now is so it's just crowded, saturated. It is hard to wrangle. There are so many different platforms and our attention is, our attention as consumers is really divided amongst these platforms. Um, All fine and great for consumers, but if you want your marketing department to be successful, there is no way you can be 
everywhere successfully. Um, Your marketing team's attention is just quite honestly too divided to make an impact. And so what I find with a lot of clients and a lot of prospects is that we have to pair back. We have to be really strategic on what we're wanting out of each platform and then how the platforms sort of play with each other and integrate together. So um, I know for a long time, people thought email is dead. Email is not dead. Email continues to be a workhorse, especially with the iOS changes as it relates to ads. I'm seeing a lot of prospects and clients wanting to pull back on ads and put more over into email. All good and fine. My recommendation there is how are those two things working together? So are you using ads to grow your email list or are you using email to then or ads to then retarget on your emails? Um, Maybe people who have abandoned carts or who click through to your website and don't take the action. So it's it's scaling back and then making sure the systems are working together in a really smart way. Yeah. Um, Katrina, in terms of email, like what do you see as maybe bad practices that you see marketers do? And you're like, oh, please stop doing this. <laughs> mm, I got a good one. There's just like there's no I in team, there's no we in me. When a consumer, a client, a prospect, whatever you call them, when they open an email, they do not care that we at the company spent nine months developing developing this. And we are so excited to offer this Mm. to you. They don't care about the we. It's all about me. So if that email says we, we, we all the way home, they're going to tune out. You, You have to switch that language. It's you and I. I am having a conversation with you. So what are the benefits for you? Um, And I think a lot of marketers, it's so weird. And I think it goes back to some training. But as soon as we say, you know, we all can write an email fine to to someone and we use the word I, right? But as soon as we say, okay, well, we're going to do an email blast. We change that I to we and suddenly it becomes completely ineffective. Mm. So make sure, so, and, and so like, imagine yourself, okay, I'm reading this email. I'm not in your company. And, you know, I, I think again, the attention level of someone looking at an email, it, you know, is that of a gnat, <laughs> you know, it's like, man, you better, you better start making sense and for giving me value. Otherwise I'm like, what do I care if you da, 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 da. That's, and that's, that's the whole thing. Right. So if I say like, hey, we've been working on this new software and we are so excited to deliver it to you. It launches next week, right? Yeah. That is a very different message that we're going to tune out um, compared to a message that says, that brings value, right? Like you're interrupting their day. I know they're checking their email at their own free will, but you're still interrupting their day. So the value of the software, how is that saving them time, saving them money? We know that people are more likely to act on missing, like on losing out, right? Like leaving money on the table rather than um, missing out on an opportunity sort of thing. So we say that you know, your operational, um, your operations are losing money by wasting time. They're more likely to want to fill those gaps. Like how can I stop losing the money rather than, Hey, if you use this software, you could make more money. Everyone wants to stop losing what they have. 
Yeah. 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 Fear, fear the pain. People will work much harder to avoid pain than gain reward. Mm-hmm, for sure. How does that parlay into social media? Like how can you take that approach in social? Yeah. So social, like I have been saying this since day one of social is social is meant to be social. No one wants to go onto Facebook to see all of the ads that can be displayed today, right? No, like this is not, I know we all as humanity are spending way too much time on these social platforms, but we're not there for the ads and we're not there for your launches and things like that. And so my mission is make social social, like be like, put what is intended to be there, right? The mm. the human stories, the behind the scenes, things that are actually happening in the day-to-day, like just more candid, more off the cuff, um, you know, and the data will show it too. If you put a, you can test it on your own where you put a candid off the cuff video and you can put your very well-produced video and see what does better, you know? Yeah. I mean, for me, I just had a conversation about this on Facebook with somebody about this. I mean, that's that's kind of my mark when I know someone's kind of amateur hour yeah. is just when they're just sell, 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 sell. And I'm like, I, you know, it's such a non-starter for me. And it just makes me want to back away from you, you know, or, you know, folks that are just sliding into DMs and they just get, tra- it's just transactional or it's just fake. And it's just like, you know, it's maybe that might work with somebody, but it's definitely not going to work with me. I don't know. I, 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 uh, here's the thing on marketers is marketers ruin everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm one of them. Right. But the, the thing is, is these tools are so great for business. And we, as marketers are like, Oh my gosh, you have to jump on this and how we can do it strategically. And here's the anticipated result. And that's all great. But what happens then is it gets oversaturated and the quality goes down. So once businesses sort of check out and making it canned and automated us as users just get, I mean, our DMS are full with just canned messages. And so of course, nothing's going to break through on that. So it really is like bringing back the humanity, making social, social, um, telling a good story, you know, and showing what's, what's happening. Mm, Yeah. I like that. Okay. So we're going to make social, social again. (laughs) Um, Uh, yeah. And, and so that said, so what, like, if you were to say, listen, the goal of social media is to, yes, we're going to be social on social media, but what's the goal? Like, what do we want to do? Three goals with any marketing or a sales initiative, in my opinion, which is awareness, consideration, conversion. Awareness is top of the funnel. Do people know about you, right? Like, do they know you exist? Social is fantastic for that. That consideration phase of the funnel is they know you exist. They don't know if they have a problem. They think they might, they might have a problem that you can solve. They're kind of thinking Mm -hmm. about it. Maybe there's, if it's a B2B space, maybe there's um, other decision makers higher up the ladder that they need to kind of get some information for, but it's just kind of connecting the dots in their minds. And then uh, conversion, which is what we all want. And every company wants to skip the awareness and consideration and just get the conversion. Um, It doesn't always happen like that. But the conversion is where they make a purchase. It's where they sign up for a demo if you're, you know, a tech or a software company. Um, It's where they're getting more information and actually taking action. 
Yeah. Um, you know, on your website, um, not the marketing girl.com, I, I clicked on, uh, I think it was how it works. And then um, one case study here, it's uh, how do we generate over $8 million worth of leads for clients in 2020 using LinkedIn? Can you mind giving a high level overview of how you did that? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, you could, sure. someone listening to us, you could watch the full video, but uh, if you could kind of give us the highlights, that would be great. Yeah. So it, it follows our formula and that was on LinkedIn alone. We knew with the pandemic companies were cutting back on travel and events and networking and things like that. Um, so we went to old fashioned LinkedIn connections, a DM strategy, um, but all just one-on-one, um, no mass pitches, nothing canned. We have a, a term we call a no pitch strategy. Um, it seems to be the the best way to pitch is to not pitch. <laughs> and that mm-hmm. seemed to work out. I think we as marketers get really trained that for every marketing message you have go out, it needs to have a call to action. It needs to have um, a link to the website or a hyperlink or whatever. And it doesn't. What it needs to do is spark a conversation. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, again, it's really easy to talk about what does not work well in LinkedIn. And that's pretty much what you see in my DMs right now. Yeah. <laughs> so how do, so get, what, what might be an example of how we break through the noise? Yeah. So to me, when I'm writing messages, I'm writing those messages one-on-one and then seeing how I can scale that message. How can I make that um, personalized message work for a group of people? Because I'm not writing... If, we're reaching out to a thousand people. I'm not personally Mm. writing a thousand different messages, but we're looking Mm -hmm. for the commonalities that would break through. It's my belief that, especially on the B2B side, which is where we work um, and play a lot, is conversions happen in conversations. And so if we're constantly trying to fill the funnel, the traditional marketing funnel, where they take a buyer journey, where they're opting in, for an ebook, and then they're getting five welcome emails, and then they're taking an action there. One, it's a really long game to play. And two, it does not convert as well as just getting a conversation going. Um, and so I think that's the biggest strategy shift is how, how can you get the conversation started? And it's kind of different for every brand and industry and vertical, but that's my best tip there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So Someone has been listening to us and we've been, you know, we've mentioned not the marketing girl.com. Let's talk about like, who's a really great fit for that. Like what, how might they know that like, yeah, I think we need to bring in some reinforcements here. Um, we've got some good folks, uh, you know, on the team, but eh, you know, we want, we want to up our game. Sure. There's two very different audiences that fit really well. One is, um, Companies that are ripe for disruption. We find a lot of these clients are in, um, like construction has been a really great client for us. There's a lot of um, businesses that are having generational turnover. So maybe whatever it was, the the dad led the company and now it's turning over to the son who really wants to have more digital focus in their marketing and sales efforts. But they also have the challenge of, you know, Nancy at the front desk has been there for 30 years, and this is Nancy's process for how to do things. And so 
they don't, even though Nancy may be wonderful and fully capable, they don't really have like a strategy and processes and systems set up to support what that new piece is going to look like. So we work really, really well in that um, space. The other end of the spectrum is marketing teams or a department of one doesn't matter, but marketing teams that are very junior level. We see a lot of this in um, startups, in technology and software. They are fast growing. They have big ambitions. They need their marketing to approve an ROI and they, they need, um, their team to sort of shortcut what takes a lot of us a lot of years to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. You know, Katrina, I was looking at your, um, your, your LinkedIn, you've done a lot of volunteer work. Um, (laughs) any, um, can you maybe talk about something? Give me, give me one uh, cause that you've partnered with or you've worked with that, that you'd love to promote. Yeah. Well, the volunteer work I'm doing right now is at my kid's school and it's been really rewarding. (laughs) Um, I don't know that there's really much to promote other than it's a wonderful school in our community and um, it's a charter school. And so yeah. What I help them with is is attend or enrollment numbers essentially. No, I'm sorry. What I was what I was thinking yeah. about, like for example, like um, for example, the Colorado Entrepreneurs Mental Health Network. I'm sorry, I didn't ask you a very good question uh, in that. Let me let me give you some specific things from your LinkedIn profile. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's that. There's a suicide prevention app that you've worked with, Colorado Entrepreneurs Mental Health Network. Um, so yeah, so obviously there seems to be and some other ones here where there seems to be this theme of you know, mental health, wellness, that sort of thing. um, There was a really cool one with with CU Peru and um, it was a poverty hackathon. They basically, a bunch of people got together, maybe 50, 60 of us, and we were broken into teams a couple of years back to solve this problem in a very, very remote area of, um, well, it's a little bit hard for me to describe because it's so remote, but the Amazon river is like their major river. But the problem was they have a situation, um, where when there were medical emergencies, the villagers would have to take a boat trip to a medical post. The boat trip costs $2 or I'm sorry, $10 to make. And sometimes because of lack of communication there, they would get to the post with a medical emergency and no one would be there. It would be after hours, a weekend, a holiday, whatever it is. And so these people weren't getting the medical support they needed. Um, And what you need to know, the boat trip costs $10 and all of us are like, oh my God, $10 to get to the hospital. Fine. These people live on $2 a day. So $10 plus the missed work. It's mostly farming and fishing there. The missed work to get the person there was also causing problem. And so we put together and they got funded for, um, this sounds so simple, but a text message system. So there's a person in the village, the, the lead of this, who has basically an old school flip phone who can text the medico post, get more information, get inf- um, details about potential arrival time, things like that to the medical post so that there's help when they arrive. And so that was super rewarding. And one of those, we all, it was so interesting because we all started with these really advanced high level systems. And it was like, 
wait, <gasps> can we just text them? <laughs> and so, and it had to be, there's um, where they are, there's some corruption in government. And so at one point they did have access to smartphones and there was enough, um, I don't know all the lingo, but there was enough data or whatever the word would be in order for those to be used. But then that um, bandwidth or capacity got pulled to the biggest city nearby. And so um, they were just really left out of the loop. And simple text messaging solved the day. Yes. So. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. So um, Katrina, for North Star at North Star HQ, like who's a great client for you? And what would they do? Where would they, what would they click on? What would they do? Yeah, North Star is 100% B2B focused. Most of our clients or prospects come to us. They say it in different words, but essentially they're looking for more effective marketing and sales campaigns. So they're looking to grow top line revenue. Um, they'll say like, hey, I need to book more demos for my sales team. Hey, I need more leads. Like Words like that basically mm-hmm. indicate you're probably a good fit for a conversation. Um, and anyone who's interested in, in that conversation can just email me. It's just Katrina at NorthstarHQ.com. Basically, we just kind of jump in, get a sense of your internal landscape and to see where we might be able to help. Yeah, fantastic. All right, Katrina Pedron, your website's NorthstarHQ.com and NotTheMarketingGirl.com. Katrina, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.